From India's largest newsroom, I'm Meenal Baghel and this is the Times of India podcast. Although both Indian men and women's hockey teams lost crucial semi-final matches at the Tokyo Olympics, for true fans of the game, the last few days have signaled the revival of Indian hockey, our national game, and one that evokes nostalgic memories of some of the biggest legends in Indian sports like Dhyan Chand, KD Singh Babu, Balbir Singh, Leslie Claudius. और अर्जेंटीना और भारत के बीच ये जो सेमीफाइनल उस सेमीफाइनल में आखिरी क्षणों में जो कि बहुत तनाव भरे थे और उस तनाव भरे क्षणों में भी अंतिम जो निर्णय हुआ वो स्वाभाविक सी बात थी कि जिस तरह से अर्जेंटीना ने अपनी बढ़त बनाई थी और बहुत टैक्टिकल मूव्स के जरिए पेनल्टी कॉर्नर के जरिए कन्वर्ट किया दो गोल से वो जीत गए हैं ये मैच सेमीफाइनल का एक के मुकाबले भारत एक गोल और बहुत शुरुआत इंडियन वीमेन्स टीम्स टू वन लॉस on Wednesday to a stronger Argentinian team left my colleague and our in-house hockey expert Pinaki Chakraborty disappointed but not quite despondent and here he will tell you why it's a bit of tough luck but uh, i think the the women's team did really well to get so far and and there've been all kinds of magical moments uh, in this tournament Yes Meenal I think they have been just fantastic throughout the tournament starting off with a really tough game against Netherlands probably and they slowly picked up and I think one of the rare cases where covid has proved to be such a blessing for these women hockey players they were in a camp eight nine of them did get covid but okay. they were there for two three months they built up excellent camaraderie and one of the things that has stood out in the tournament is I don't see their shoulders drooping you know when they're going down when things are they are at it and they are fighting their fitness levels are through the sky and i've never seen any sport and i could i think some of these women star if you put them against a men's cricket team they would give them a run for them spoken like a true hockey fan it's just sheer happiness to see such beautiful people coming from you know adverse backgrounds fighting all odds and them representing the country and some and if you check out most of the backgrounds they're extremely not really you know well to do families but they have picked up a hockey stick for different reasons for maybe a secure livelihood but maybe for the love of the game primarily and it just worked out fantastically well and believe me when the tournament started it was like basically one of the things that always happens the women's team is going okay they'll represent india and they'll come back and no one really cared for them it was more like the men's team okay they have a chance but we are not sure but with the women's but it's just turned around and just three games and things have been just amazing the indian women's hockey team reaching the semi final for the very first time is among india's greatest uh, performances at the olympics i think the biggest difference between the uh women's hockey teams of earlier and now is super duper improved fitness author and journalist supreeta das has been tracking women's hockey for over 10 years she and pinaki chakraborty talk about the incredible struggle against adversity and poverty by many of the stars that comprise the national team so about 50% of them are playing the first olympics and the other bunch had played in rio as well and they they come like you mentioned from from a variety of states from india a lot of them coming from haryana and punjab 
there are girls from Mizoram, from Manipur, from Jharkhand, uh, and Odisha, of course, which is you know cradle for Indian hockey uh, in some sense, whether it's for men or women. And mm-hmm. all these backstories are absolutely phenomenal. So I'm, I think I'm going to start with uh, with the captain, Rani. I think what more than half her life now she's been playing hockey, and she came to prominence as a junior player. But uh, she comes from Shahabad, uh, which is a little ahead of Kurukshetra in the state of Haryana. And uh, this story, I think, is pretty well known now of how her father used to be a, a daily wage laborer. He used to be a cartwheeler. And there used to be a school, uh, you know, in that district uh, run by a very famous hockey coach, Baldev Singh. Rani is now, I think, his most famous uh, student, you know. She picked up a broken hockey stick from somewhere and she and a whole bunch of girls from the village of Shabad started playing hockey first in salwar kameezes because people in mm-hmm. the village uh, did not think that girls should be wearing skirts or shorts and playing a sport. So what Coach Baldev Singh did in the village of Shabad and with women's hockey there is nothing short of a revolution. Uh, so that's Rani. Then... Um, Savita, who is from Sirsa and has grown so much in stature as the Indian team's vice captain and the goalkeeper. She's one of the best goalies in, in women women's hockey uh, in the world at the moment. When she started playing out hockey, in fact, she didn't even want to be the goalkeeper, uh, you know, because goalkeeper's kit in hockey is, it, it adds about an 8 to 10 extra kilos to your body. So she just didn't want mm-hmm. to like wear such a heavy kit and lug around her uh, it all the time in these buses when she had to travel but she just did it uh, because it was her grandparents dream to see her represent India to see her name in the newspapers and here she is you know what a fighter there's also the story of uh, Neha who's also from Haryana Sonepat if I'm not mistaken it's, mm-hmm. it's an amazing and inspiring story because uh, for her sport which is for a lot of sports persons in India was a means of escapism you know her father, in fact, was an alcoholic and she wanted to get away from that environment at home. And she thought, if I play a sport, if I play hockey, then I'll be able to earn, you know, a few hundred or a few thousand rupees as well. So, um, you know, sport gave her life, her and her mother life uh, in, in, in that sense. Salima Tatija, she's a 19-year-old from Jharkhand. Amazing stick work. That is exactly what one of her colleagues said after the game that she played. She comes from a really, really poor background, a village where I think the family hardly manages to eat and stuff. Things have looked, things have started looking better. They have not been able to follow their daughter throughout the tournament. So before the Australia game that took place, the family did not have any of them. So all the villagers came together and they rented a gen set in order to watch their girl play. I was speaking to Rajbeet Kaur and she was talking about some of these women and she said when she was the coach of the Indian team, I think this was in early 2000, they had basically come to the camp and hockey at that point in time was basically, she and the phrase she used was, if I hockey, then I will get a government job. Or, you know, I, my, my career would be secured in a way. She said that has totally, totally evolved. Now when we look at it, she went into the analysis of the game and she said she's never seen a more attacking Indian women's hockey team. She said they went for the attack. So it's it's all very, very inspiring stories. In fact, uh, Vandana um, 
who had scored a hat trick uh, in the last match mm-hmm. she's, she's the first indian woman to score a hat trick in the olympics uh, she comes from uh, haridwar and uh, again um, even though her parents were supportive especially her father uh, there were neighbors who did not uh, feel you know that a girl girl playing hockey in shorts was was something right to do and they came in the way but her father continued to support her and Uh, her father in fact passed away 3 or 4 months away and i think she was in camp and she couldn't go and see her father so how happy he must be seeing her shine this bright on the biggest stage of them all so these are all i mean i've just taken five six names but i think all of the back stories are absolutely inspiring and for each of them to sort of come together and i think what is how they've sort of shown really brightly as a team because it's not one performer uh, who's been in the spotlight The revival of Indian hockey Pinaki says started from about 2017-2018 when the government of Orissa offered to sponsor both men and women's hockey teams and offered them security and access to world class training facilities. Hockey was going through a really dull phase for the past they weren't sponsors no one was willing to come in no one was willing to invest money. So Orissa jumped in and said okay listen we are going to sponsor you guys for 3 4 5 years. the sum may not have been a huge sum but the fact that orissa opened this state and said here we are giving you top notch facilities here we are giving you you know the best stadium and we are going to fund you we are going to be your sponsor it helped orissa in a way like orissa was there on the world scene so you had like a team sponsoring a state sponsoring a but it also worked great for the indian hockey team they had the money they had the resources and they played some of the best tournaments there so it was like a win-win situation for both you know sport especially in a country like india doesn't become really big until and unless it it uh, attracts sufficient eyeballs a lot of younger people want to join the game it becomes aspirational do you see some changes there safar iqbal says an interesting story so he's probably india's best striker during the heydays and he talks about in lucknow when he was a young man all the kids would be out on the streets playing hockey or basically any any field 1983 happened india won the world cup and everything changed the money started the stars coming in and everything changed so this oh. is exactly what hockey needs it needs the stars it needs the money and a success from whatever form it comes whether the world cup the olympics is exactly what it needs The first ever Olympic semi-final for the Indian women's hockey team also came about on account of the extreme emphasis on fitness. Suprita Das describes how the women's team built up their stamina, gradually increasing their yo-yo scores which probes endurance and was first made famous in India by the cricketers. The women's newfound fitness levels was also what helped them overcome the debilitating effect of COVID. when it spread in the training camp at Bangalore after rio i think it was in 2017 or 18 hockey india got in wayne lombard as their uh, scientific advisor specifically to work with the women's team uh, he's south african he said that my only mission is to make these girls fighting fit so i think uh, they started off with very small goals and when what wayne did was uh, he started off by conducting a whole bunch of physiological tests on these girls and when mm. the results came in he sat with the players he sat with the coaching and the support staff 
and said this is where the performance of the indian players are if you compare it uh, to the international players so this is how far they have to go uh, and then he then started working on a fitness program for them and uh, you know the yo yo tests which have been made very famous by the cricketers the cricket uh, they, that's right those <laughs> are uh, those are tests that uh, that the hockey players undergo as well and uh, mm-hmm. um, often they're not their scores are very very high in fact i think when they started out uh, the average uh, yo yo test score for these players for these girls was around 15 16 17 but in the last few years it's it's uh, very regularly gone uh, you know above 20 21 22 I was speaking to Rajbir Kaur yesterday regarding a story, and she she was talking about the thing that's you know that she said probably worked in the team's favor was the fact that due due to COVID they were all stuck up in the mm-hmm. camp in Bangalore and they couldn't um so that they said would have enabled them to know each other better and prepare better for the tournament. I think about seven or eight of them had tested positive and they were stuck together. you know that this is a situation where nobody can help you but you're all stuck together you got to help each other it's taken then time to recover because the virus does take a toll on your body physically and mentally the recovery is not uh, easy especially in a, and and for a sport like hockey which is so physical and you're constantly on the move uh, you actually lose out on quite a bit of time as far as your training is concerned but instead of looking at it in that way all of them who tested positive together i think they just decided that you know what we're in this together literally and lifted each other uh, you know in the best possible way and they just hung around together more than they used to uh, because they knew okay you know this is this is a big hurdle for us but we're all in this together so let's let's try and overcome it together so as far as the current dispensation goes so how has this coach been and how has his you know term been so far the age old habit for indian hockey has been to just chop and change so frequently that the players don't really have the time they're just about getting used to a coach and uh, his ways of working and what his thoughts and views are on the game and uh, there isn't a very favorable result and boom that's it that's the end of that coach for short marine who is the current coach of the uh, you know of the women's team the funny thing is he was given the assignment for the men's team earlier and then he was removed from that post and he was given the women's team the same thing had in fact happened with harinder singh also who in a yes. span of i think a year or two had been who, the head coach of the men's team then the women's team then the men's team yeah 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 but i think kudos to shohad marine for taking this uh, assignment up the way he has uh, you know and not thinking that okay this constant shift is 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 derogatory or a demotion he just took it up and this is where he's brought the team he's keeping this a big secret the coach but yeah. when the team started its campaign and uh, uh, had lost three matches on the go he sort of got them all into a huddle and said you know what we all need to get our act together let's regroup and pull our socks up and he made them all sit and watch a movie and rani had spoken about it after yesterday's match and he said you know coach sir said and uh, made us all watch a movie about self belief now at this point nobody knows what that movie was was it the one where shahrukh khan is exhorting his team about 70 minute well we'll never know 70 minute hai tumhare paas shayad तुम्हारी जिंदगी के सबसे 
खास सत्तर मिनट आज तुम अच्छा खेलो या बुरा ये सत्तर मिनट तुम्हें जिंदगी भर याद रहेंगे तो कैसे खेलना है आज मैं तुम्हें नहीं बताऊंगा While much of our focus at the Tokyo Olympics has been on women's hockey, former Olympian Mervyn Fernandez says that the men's team too have had an incredible run and a bronze medal win could just be the ballast needed to lift the sports in India in a big way. The fitness levels were very high considering uh, that the temperatures there were not conducive to play uh, 60 minutes at the same pace. but uh, our boys when i watched them play every game that they played uh, they maintained the same intensity which uh, i feel was due to their fitness levels that was the most important thing the second thing i felt was that they were able to convert at least 30% of their shot corners except for the one against australia and thirdly it is their ability to come back strongly after a defeat of 7-1 against australia i mean that is incredible you forget a match that you have lost so badly and come back strongly in the other matches shows their character their ability to uh, know and focus on what they have come for which is so very important which brings me to the point that did you in the first place expect india to be in the semi finals of course uh, of course i i i wasn't talking about semi finals i was talking about a podium finish uh, the way the indian team uh, was performing before the olympics and uh, their consistent performances from the last olympics 2016 has been the reason for me to think so uh, they were faring extremely well they were among the first four first five teams Uh, uh, at the olympics in their rankings and that gave me the reason to believe so what are the things that you've seen in the olympics in terms of hockey that that you think has drastically changed from the days you started playing the first thing is about uh, the rolling substitution uh, if you are talking about the three olympics that we played we had to play the full match uh, full 70 minutes now you have the rolling substitution which makes the game so fast it is unbelievable isn't it sometimes i wonder if if i ever i was in one of these teams would i ever be able to cope up that's the pace that fierce pace that these boys are playing the second thing i feel is uh, the change of rules the offside rule being taken away which makes uh, opens up the game so much that you are constantly running trying to defend your goal third most important thing i feel is uh, the uh, drag flick during our days we were just about coming into the drag flick uh, uh, choice of uh, shot corner scoring this team is relatively pretty young i mean if you yeah. look at some of the average age and among the youngsters that you've seen has has someone you being you along with zafar sahab being some of the best forwards that we have had has someone caught your attention we thought that is amazing like reminds you of the old days with fancy stick work and along with the speed and stamina oh it's un- incredible that dilpreet gujran mandeep uh, then we have uh, vivek the youngster hardik i tell you uh-huh, i i can't miss uh, harmanpreet in the defense yes such skillful players in our 
team that I feel proud that they're still maintaining those skills that we talk about in the past that we had. So they have caught my eye as I named some of them. They're very, very skillful. They're capable of beating players on a one-on-one, -on -one, which is so important in international hockey. Because there was a time when we tried to aid the foreigners and in the bargain, neither did we play the Asian style or the Asian style of, uh, you know, dribbling and neither did we play the foreign style. So now we have noticed that these players are depending on their individual skills, which is so very important. And we saw that the other day when Hardik dribbled past two defenders, dodged, uh, it, it, I mean, he went about maybe 50, 60 meters from his own uh, half, dribbled past and then finally took a uh, try at the goal, which was very heartening to watch. So we hope that uh, the last match against Germany, uh, they finish uh, with a bronze and that will be the icing on the cake for Indian hockey. Today's episode was produced by Arun George and Joshua Thomas. For a daily spotlight on people, ideas and stories that matter, subscribe to us. We are available on TUI+, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts and all other platforms of your choice. For any news tips, reach us at tuipodcasts at timesinternet.in.